Welcome to Create Wealth Through Franchising. I'm your host, Kim Daly. Whether you're a CEO, a military vet, a real estate investor, or simply in career transition and ready to take ownership of your future, with each episode, you're gonna learn valuable insights and hear inspiring stories from within the franchise industry. On that note, my guest stories are their own. And as a franchise consultant, I do not make personal brand endorsements or earnings claims, but I do educate, motivate, and inspire dreams. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Kim Daly TV and Create Wealth Through Franchising Podcast. I am your host, Kim Daly, and my special guest with us today, his name is Joel Reek. Joel, welcome to the studio of Kim Daly TV. Thank you. I, uh, I appreciate the time with you. Joel and I have only recently met, but his amazing Miss America wife, <laughs> who's in franchise development, her name's Jennifer. She and I have been friends for a long time, and uh, her and her husband have invested in a franchise. And I said, well, we have to get Joel on my podcast. So he's going to share his story. Joel is a franchisee of Elemental Help. So Joel, why don't you back us up and tell us why you and your wife were looking for a franchise opportunity to add into your already busy lives with jobs and kids and everything else you had going on? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I think the biggest thing, you know, rewind back to the COVID era, right? Um, we were just at a point in kind of both of our lives where I've been in corporate America my whole life. Um, she's traveling literally weekly to, to, to sell franchises and um, so we were just kind of thinking God, about- God, wait a minute. God bless Miss Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, she travels all the time, gone all the time. Um, but she's, uh, she does really, you know, she, she's, she's fantastic. And so, um, but, but really the point, we, we were just trying to think of different kind of streams of revenue so that we could, you know, our, our goal is to try and retire early. We want to travel the world, you know, um, eventually move down south, all those fun things. And so um, we we had actually had a prior um, franchise that it was just kind of to teach us the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts, and just kind of learn, you know, how to kind of run your own business. So it was a really small investment type thing. Um, we ended up selling that. And then when COVID came along, you know, Jen sells these LEs and, and um, we just have a very passionate reason to be behind mental health. Um, and so we were just looking at it. We decided, you know, all given things with, with, with COVID and the uncertainty of where the future of America and the world was going at the time, uh, we just decided to try and make a move and trying to just be a little bit more aggressive uh, to, to get us to the lifestyle and, and kind of the, the goals we had for ourselves. And that's, that's why we move forward with it. That's a very common story, Joel, right? I mean, I've been doing this franchise consulting thing for 21 years. And, you know, people find this podcast, they find franchising usually when they're at some sort of crossroad, right? So they're dreaming of something greater for the future and trying to figure out how do I get from where I am to where I want to be? Or maybe they've already been severed from their job um, and they, they find themselves at that crossroad and whether they're going back or they're absolutely sure they're not going back, they start thinking about franchising as an alternative. Like, how do I, if I'm going to go back and take another job, protect myself from another layoff and ending up right back here? 
Or how do I build a bridge so that I can be the one pink slipping the job <laughs> at some point in the future? So I love that you shared that story. I think that it resonates with a lot of people who are listening to this right now. Okay, so that's why franchising and then why Ellie, um, you hinted at it. Talk a little bit, you know, to however you're comfortable, but a little bit about why yeah. Ellie mental health for you and your wife. Yeah, a little heavy. Um, so my wife and I both went to Columbine High School. Um, I was a year removed from the shooting. Uh, I was in college. My wife was in the building of it, the, the day it happened. Um, so she has her own story of this, and I, I won't get into that. Um, but I was, a, I was a freshman in college. I was, I was playing college basketball. And uh, I just remember, you know, the whole event happened. And I went throughout my day, kind of just in and out, got some um you know are you okay's type of thing but but when we got home that night my roommate and i got home and um the fbi called my dorm room and uh so my 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 roommate's my best friend now and and, and all that but he's he's a privileged person he's kind of um very very um not shy i'll say and so he the the fbi agent was just really drilling us all these kinds of questions and and uh, he was on speakerphone talking to my roommate. And my roommate said, you know, why are you asking us all these questions? What does Joel have to do with this? And the FBI agent said, well, Joel was on a hit list three times of 40 people. And so my jaw dropped. You know, I, I didn't know what to do, what to say. I, I never learned how to cope with it. And so um, the whole mental health thing is just really passionate to me. Uh, and I just want to, I want people, I, I've got several goals with this, but really... I wanted people to, I want people to learn how to cope with their feelings and emotions so that those kind of outlashes and, and, and crazy events don't happen as much throughout the, the, the country and the world. And so, so, and I just want people to learn how to deal with their own emotions so that they can control themselves and, and really learn how to cope with problems or feelings. And, and, and that's really my goal behind it. Um, Jen's story is a little bit different, you know, she, uh, probably somewhat similar in terms of why. Um, and then she also, you know, she joined the military uh, at, at a, I think, around 27. Um, I am learning so, so many things about your beautiful wife, who literally, <laughs> for those followers who don't know Miss Jennifer Reek, she literally looks like Miss America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, very lucky. She's so beautiful. <laughs> beautiful, and she's just a great person. But, and she is. Um, but anyway, so she, she also wanted to serve... Um, that that demographic, the military community, the veteran community, and so um, all all things together, we were just like, this is a slam dunk. This we're not going to get this opportunity again, and um, and so that's that's uh, that's how we kind of made our decision. And then um, you know, right around the time the Olympics were going, Simone Biles had bowed out of the Olympics because of mental health issues, and me being a former athlete, I'm just like, wow, that's a niche that we really need to start looking at. Maybe we can start getting into athletic you know, mental health and, and all that stuff. And so that's kind of a stretch goal for me at this point. Um, but that's something I really want to pursue as well. Amazing. So much passion. I had no idea of that story. Mm -hmm. Wow. She'll probably be mad that I told that story. <laughs> so touching. No, I love that you shared it. It will resonate. It will resonate deep, right? We have some deep problems to fix. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're loving this episode, please do me a quick favor and leave me a five-star rating and a short review. Your feedback fuels my growth and rankings and shows others that this podcast is valuable. Now, back to the show. 
we're so happy that Ellie Mental Health is on the scene now and, and with so much passion and, and so much uh, momentum opening these clinics at such a great clip. So let's now pivot from that and let's talk about, so you and, and Jen have both maintained your full-time jobs and you have children. So let's talk about balancing it all because that's that's a really honest conversation that I have to have with a lot of candidates. You know, what yeah. does semi-absentee mean and, and can I juggle it all and how does that actually work? Can you share a little bit about, I know it's going to be different for every business owner and the job that you have in your organizational skills and even the skills you have, right, about leadership and, and being able to let it go and not micromanage, but how in you how have you and your wife fit this into an already incredibly busy life? Yeah, it's, uh, I'll tell you, it's, it's intense at times. Um, like I said, she literally travels every week. So it's pretty much me being the, the stay at home mom slash dad, um, you know, uh, sports for both the kids every night, seven days a week, literally. And then um, the two jobs. And so um, I do have, you know, with, with my, my, corporate America job, there is a lot of flexibility, you know, we can work from home and schedules, you can kind of manage on your own. So that's a benefit. But um, what I've started doing, I've just gotten, you, you really need to get into habit, right? And just reach routine process. And, and so what I do is I, I do a lot of my work for Ellie um, in the mornings when I'm working uh, with the folks at the clinic, my clinical director and the team, she's phenomenal and i get to she i can count on her to do quite a lot of the the work at the clinic um you know and a lot of that stuff i can't do anyway just because i don't have a license to, to to provide help um but so she does a lot um she's very very good and then so higher right you know that's a that's a very critical aspect and then for for me um you know, I, 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 I'm not coaching the kids, which I have in the past. I decided to let them learn from some other, other coaches. And so when I take them to practice every night, like all the parents make fun of me because I've always got my computer, but I do a lot of the work and kind of the, the number crunching and all, all that stuff uh, throughout my, my, both of my children's practice. And then, you know, Saturdays and Sundays. Um, but, but with Ellie and kind of any semi-absentee, you know, gig that, someone might be interested in. I, I really feel like there's going to be ups and downs, especially when you're getting started. Anytime you're opening a business, obviously, you have to expect problems and hurdles and hiccups and all that stuff. And as long as you just have the mindset to understand it's going to happen and just deal with it when it does, it keeps you from getting too stressed out. And, and, and if you're just anticipating that you're going to have to overcome challenges as a business owner, then a lot of the the shock value of one thing surface or come they, they 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 just come and you handle them right and so um it it really at times it can be stressful but it's i've got a good rhythm and a good pace and i just feel like keeping a good steady process and not letting things get too far behind on either side of things um is, as long as you're competitive and ambitious you're you're not going to fail right so that's that's just how i do it i guess it's awesome. And it sounds like a pace that's a little bit intense and rigorous, but you have that kind of carrot dangled out in front of you, right, of being able to eventually leave your W-2 job. Would that be the goal for you for, for you and or Jen at some point? I, th I think so. I mean, I really love the people I work with at my W-2 job. And um, for, so for right now, like, I just don't see that as as a, a thing. Um, but depending on how busy we're, we're opening a second location for Ellie here in a couple months. And, 
Um, depending on the volume and the, uh, the demand of that, you know, maybe we rethink things. Um, but at this, at this point, you know, it's, it's, um, I think it's something I can maintain for a while at least. And I still want to learn and grow in that other role too. Like I, I still th think there's things I haven't achieved that I want to do. And I've been with the company for 12 years, 13 years now. And I just, I just feel like it's not quite done. Um, so until I, until I feel like I've accomplished what I want to there, I, I don't, I don't see myself leaving. I mean, I love it. I love all of it. And like, it's like, so being a business owner, it's like the, the whole military theme of adapt is it adapt, improvise and overcome or something like that, yeah. right? Like that's what you're saying. And I love that, you know, a lot of times so many candidates in the process of exploring a franchise, they sit on the sideline and they try to imagine and control everything from the sideline before they've even said yes. And I'm over here like, hey, 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 you know, like, first of all, when you're in a franchise, you're not in business by yourself. Like you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself, right? You're partnering with people who should be there to support you and help you find the right GM and help you with backend systems and tools that allow you to leverage your time through. So, I mean, on that note, how has the support uh, met you with Ellie? Are you satisfied with the level? I mean, this is a young company and I'm sure that two years from now, it's going to be very different for those franchisees if there's any territory left. But yeah. I mean, even coming in at the ground floor, how have you felt that the Chris Pash and his team have met you there with support? Chris is readily available. Um, you know, I don't know how the guy, he's clearly got all kinds of things on his plate, but he's readily available. He usually responds to my emails within 20 minutes, you know. Um, the support, I, I would say, you know, I was the 14th one to sign an agreement with them. So like, we're literally the first set. Um, and you are so, the pioneers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, of course, there were going to be scaling issues. Of course, there was going to be learning things, you know, on both sides of it. Um, what I would say is they've matured a lot in, in the last year. In a short um, time. They, yeah, yeah. And they're they're super open to feedback. They they have like input committees that that um, that are on the on the franchisee side. Um, and and they take feedback and they they listen and they really make changes to accommodate. Um, obviously, you can't solve every problem and make everybody happy all at once, but they literally take the time, listen and come up with with plans to resolve. And so, um, you know, it's not to say we haven't had our struggles and disagreements and all that stuff. That's going to happen no matter what, um, even in a mature franchise, I would assume. And and so. Um, but they're growing with us and they're, they're, they're hearing us and listening to us and, and supporting us. And that's really their goal. And you can, you can feel the love and the warmth. Everybody knows you by, by name and person. It's, 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 it's a, it's a really home felt family feeling across the whole franchise. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're ready to begin your own journey to find the perfect franchise, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My services are totally free for you. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Now, back to the show. You know, I, I love the whole tone of this conversation with you, Joel, because, you know, oftentimes Kim Daly gets accused of bringing on like the number one person in a franchise who's just going to like, you know, blow the sunshine at everybody. Because I do think that we learn more from top performers than we do from strugglers. Sure. Right. And so and, you know, look, I always tell people this is the, the Daily Coach is all about the good news in franchising. As a Christian girl, I'm spreading the good news. Right. You go someplace else if you want to hear the bad news. But, you know, 
it's good, like because this is uh, a very positive conversation, but also an honest conversation. <laughs> like you know, comments that it's not all you know sunshine and rainbows. Like it right. is hard. I mean, starting a business is hard. Like birthing a baby is hard, right? There are moments <laughs> when it's amazing and exhilarating and inspirational, and there are moments when it's just downright hard, right? Yeah. And you just yeah. sometimes, as a girl, you just gotta cry. <laughs> Yeah, I've been a business owner for 26 years and I still have moments where I'm just like, oh, I got to cry. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need though, right? When you, better, and then you take on your problems. So pat on the shoulder, put, put your big girl pants back on and get back yes. in there and, you know, keep those goals and dreams in front of you. I mean, no one's got, no one else is going to live your dreams for you. No one else is going to live your best life for you. If you, you want this outcome that you and Jennifer are dreaming of for your future, it's just the, it's the process and there's no easy way to get there. It's if there was, everybody would do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So what advice you've learned a lot, you've come a long way in a short amount of time, you're contemplating getting your second one up and going what advice would you have for the listener who's out there on the sideline right now trying to figure out should I invest in a franchise with my job you know like can I manage all of this especially the person Joel who may be to the point I was making earlier trying to control everything before they say yes well, I don't think that's reasonable. Um, I, I guess my advice is the way I look at this is if you're thinking about it, something's not right, right? Like you're not happy at, at your current job or you, your ambition and goals are leading you somewhere else. And so if, you, if you've had that realization, then it's time to like get serious about it. And so I would say the, the biggest thing I think for me is finding something that you're passionate about. If, if you're just going to sign up for something, like if, if you're going to buy a franchise just because the, the return looks better than anybody else or, or you know, it's just something uh, financially driven, I don't know that that's the right move because if you're working two jobs and you're not super passionate about what you're doing on the side, I, I just don't see how you're going to be successful. So my advice would be find something you truly love and are passionate about because you will then put everything into it. Um, there, there, there's no questions about it. Um, in terms of the, the second part of your question of trying to control everything from the sidelines, no one controls everything from the sidelines, not even the president, you know, like it's just, it's not, a, it's not a reality. Um, I've been very successful in both of my careers, this and my, my personal job, because I believe in delegating and forming in a team. I'm a very team oriented person. And from the, the newest person on my team to the, the most senior person on my team, Everyone gets included, everyone has a say, everyone chimes in on opinions and, and ideas, and everybody gets heard, and everybody gets tasks to kind of contribute. And so if you, if you can go with that kind of mentality, like I said, my, my clinical director is just a rock star, and I let her just tell me what's going on half the time. And then if, if, if I've got questions, then we have conversations. One of the things we really agreed to um, when I was in the hiring process with her is, I love all the, the LE values. I don't know if you can find them on their website, but I felt that there was one missing. And I said, you know, I believe in integrity. And if you're, if we have integrity between you and myself and you, um, even when we don't agree, we're going to trust each other and we're going to move forward collectively. And that's, that's 
how you form like a loving, nurturing relationship with anyone. And, and so um, that's just my advice. That's my, that's my belief system through sports and work and kind of everything I do. That's beautifully stated. I thought of one more question. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you mentioned that you were like the dad coach, which I've, I've, I've been known to say a time or two that the worst thing about, no offense, Joel, the worst thing about you sports are the dad coaches. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So I'm just curious, like compared to being a dad coach and dealing with all the other dads and parents, how is, is owning a franchise business easier or harder? <laughs> and I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer the, you don't have to answer the question. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say it's a loaded question. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's been a super pleasure to have you in my studio. I really appreciate your time. I love the heart that you've shared and just your openness here today. Thank you so much for being our special guest. Absolutely. It was nice meeting you and I appreciate the opportunity. You're so welcome. For those who are inspired by this story or you're just ready to begin your own journey to find your own passion and freedom in a franchise, please follow the email on the screen right now or reach directly out to me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. And until next time, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. You can find more content just like this on my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. And if you're inspired to take the next step to explore franchises matched to you, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. 